0: At the dawn of civilization, the greatest philosophers determined that the world was composed of the five rings. Air, Earth, Fire, Water, and the Void. This is
1: Podcast of the Five Rings. Welcome back. This is Podcast of the Five Rings. How's everyone today?
0: Hello. Hello, Nick. Nick. Doing well. Excited. Excited. Very stoked. Let's start a fucking war. start a war, man. Shut your mouth, dog. Maybe should we start over? Mugen. Mugen, get out of here. No, Moogan just go. wants to be part of the pod. Just
1: scram. Oh, oh he looks so dejected. <laughs> go lay down.
0: You see that face? I know. That's his fucking it's his bread and butter. That's real. Well, you guys ready for this? No. Mm-hmm. As ready as mm-hmm. I think we can be with the steaks that are on the table. What kind of steaks are they? They're Wagyu, prime, Ooh. uh eighteen ounce. If it's Wagyu, it's already prime. Whatever. Actually, I was reading a thing that Wagyu is just like steak from Japan and that it has its own grades, so it can actually not be prime. But there's Wagyu from America as well. Yeah, that's just appropriation. Mm, uh, (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Sound off in the Discord
2: if you're a butcher. Yeah. (laughs) Let's
0: get get some butcher input on cuts of meat, please. Well, it sounds like there's some pretty high stakes on the table. The stakes are very high. Going to be higher. Yeah, what makes a high stake is you just get, you have the cow smoke weed. Yeah, did you hear about that pot farm that burned down next to the
2: cattle farm? No. The stakes have never been higher. <laughs> See,
1: there's the joke. There, there we go. We there got the joke. We got to it. I was it, like, I was it like, Logan, came together. Logan, there's a joke in there somewhere. Yeah, I, I know, know there is. I, it's, yeah. All right, that's
3: an episode. Good job, guys. All, all right, let's pack it in. All right, let's pack it up. do the behind soji. <laughs> Joji, <Joe-G-U. laughs>
1: behind the shoju.
2: <laughs> um, no, I, yeah, it's... I, I'm not
0: ready, uh, <laughs> per se. Per se. But, you know, sometimes the best things happen when you're just not ready and you just mm-hmm. get thrown into the mix. Let's fucking, let's fucking do yeah, it. We
2: didn't do any, like, metagaming between mm-hmm. the last episode and now, so we're still kind of in the...
0: Yeah, we're just free-balling We're free balling it. We are
2: free-balling. Yeah. As uh, Tom Petty once said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
0: 'Cause he's free. He's free balling.
2: Free balling. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man just loves going commando. Do uh, uh do people wear underwear in Rokugan?
1: They've got to. They they wear those I bet they have some kind of underwear that they wear. I'm imagining yes. just like a yeah, cloth sure. diaper.
2: Yeah, that, like the sumo wrestler kind of yeah, cloth diaper. Everyone's got thing. a cloth diaper. It's I looked canon. up
1: I looked up the word for that thing, but I can't remember what it is. You looked up. Yeah, the, the underwear. The underwear. name of the Japanese underwear that, like, that, like, you were looking at pictures. Thing. Don't fucking lie. <laughs> I, I like to know names for things. All right. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's his. That's his. Uh, that's the his culture. That's the He's, <laughs> <laughs> He's cultured. <Far> the culture. <laughs> <laughs> this man travels. He needs to
0: know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
1: I mean, nobody's gonna take us seriously if we don't know the name of the Japanese underwear thong thing. And yet, here we are. Where none of us know it. So uh, I So think... it is
0: it is a thong thing. <laughs> the Rokugan <gone> banana hammock.
2: <laughs> is this offensive? I think we're bordering on offensive here.
1: Nah. nah you better get fine. off that fence then.
0: <laughs> nah I'll stay. I'll stay on the fence. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's get this fucking show on the road. Enough diddly
1: daddling. Alright, let's go around the table. Let's uh, reintroduce our characters. Let's start with uh, let's start with Heath this time.
2: Hey everybody, this is Heath. I'm playing Tomo and I have nothing to say. Except uh wish me luck.
1: That's where we're at now, huh? Yeah. That's where we're at. Good, good yeah. luck.
2: Thanks.
0: Good luck, bud. And I wish my friends good luck as well. I um you. reach your foot out. There's a little footsie play for good luck. Ooh. Thank you, bro. No problem. That's what I'm here for.
1: Next we have Logan.
0: I play footsies with my friends. Mm, yeah, yeah, I am playing Buruzu, and I am about to be Roku biggest home wrecker. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the love notes to prove it. You're not right? the home wrecker. Kachiko is the Kachiko is the home wrecker. I am. I. You're simply. I'm just... home wrecker adjacent.
2: No, you're just if anything uh the Kimiko or uh She's Away is the home record, adjacent.
1: Yeah, I was going to say She's Away might be the home record in this situation. Yeah, you're uh, just like the true. repairman that comes in and you're like, there's your problem. I, <laughs> I am I am the milkman. Yeah. <laughs> Baruzu, aka the milkman. The milkman. Finally, we have Zach. What up?
3: It's your boy just Kenshi. Whoa. Mm. hmm
1: Yeah. I actually wanted to uh, make a note of that. So I, I didn't talk about it during the episode, but uh, there was a lot of character changes that happened to Kenshi that last episode. So obviously you're no longer part of the Lion Clan, which means you've lost your Ikoma name. Um, you did gain honor, but you are also going to lose a massive amount of glory. So it's going to be your glory rank times four. Which is how much? Uh, I was. It was eight. I was right
0: there
3: at eighty, and now thirty-two less. Yikes. I'm at forty-eight now. Yikes! Oh, Forty, regular old schmuck. Damn, you know? I have more
0: glory <laughs> than
1: you, and I'm a p- piece of shit. Uh, which means you also lose your glory advantages. Mm-hmm.
3: Famously successful, and
1: Fukuokujin's blessing is gone.
3: Dang, that's mm-hmm. a
2: yeah. It's a pretty big hit. Yeah, those big. are actually would really useful. Hit. Yeah, yeah.
1: Are, it,
3: one would say massive. Massive. I would. I would say massive. Mm. The book would say
1: massive. Mm, yeah. Indeed. Uh, but you are also no longer the sworn enemy of Matsutsuko. So there's that.
3: Yeah. Little we'll give or take. Yeah. It's the little things. I need to give her a present. I think. <laughs> <laughs> she you still have anywhere. that painting, dude? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good thing to give her. Maybe I don't know.
0: Wasn't that like an embarrassing thing for her? This is kind of embarrassing for Kenshi. More embarrassing oh, for, for Kenshi. Yeah.
3: I mean, if she keeps to herself, like
0: it. looks at it at night, you know, <laughs> At night. <laughs>
1: we also leveled up a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, after the last couple of episodes, because it's been like two or three episodes since I've given the party any experience points, and they've been through a lot. So, Burrow and Kenshi gained two experience points, and Tomo gained three experience points. He got that extra point for brokering an alliance between the crab and the minor clans, which was pretty uh Well-deserved. Well yep. deserved indeed. Epic. Yeah, I used my experience points to level
2: up my skullduggery to uno. Now nice. I got one skullduggery.
0: And I used mine that I've been banking for a while to up to level up my theology to four. You are That's crazy. a That's theologian. Sick. I am a theologian of epic proportion. A theologian. Theo- think- ha. Oh, <laughs> because your
1: name is Logan. Yes. No, it's not. It's Burrazu. What are you guys talking about? The uh, Burrow doesn't have the same. You're right. right. It doesn't have the same ring.
3: <laughs> and then I used mine that I saved up for melee and government. Oh, oh nice! you like hand be, to yeah, hand. I feel like those are gonna come in pretty, yeah, pretty clutch right now. Yeah, it's you good. Can thing do anything you, with them?
1: It's it's a good thing you finished your fox training before mm. losing your clan status. Oh yeah, definitely.
3: Can I still? use the fox or not the fox the lion clan's like special ability or i can't use that anymore i
1: would say yes because in my mind like you're you're still trained in the school Mm -hmm. like you haven't forgotten all the skills that you've gained from them you just can't progress in that school anymore Cool. all right fair
3: enough fair enough
1: and of course i am your gm nick i need to start introducing myself at the top of the episode i feel like yeah
3: (laughs) you get lost in the sauce people just forget who i am i understand
0: everybody knows you don't sell yourself short got that sweet sultry voice no one can mm-hmm. forget haunts them in their dreams and their nightmares
2: it's us we're forgettable
0: yeah, yeah.
2: And Man, we're gonna forever. die right
0: now this episode yeah
2: if you die in the game
0: you die for real there's literally traps above each of our heads <laughs> where nobody our char- look, <laughs> nobody look under your chairs when our <laughs> when our character <laughs> dies it goes off. It's like an episode of, it's, like a, Saw, it's like a Saw movie. Saw
2: cast of The Five Rings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: Burdine has all our family's
1: hostages as well, so that's why we have to play. Like, we yeah. can't just leave. Yeah. Play smart, boys. Please, Please help us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you're in the Discord, please help us.
1: All right, you guys ready for this recap? It's a fat one. Let's do mm. it. Let's knock it out. Let's do this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Previously on Podcast of The Five Rings... News came pouring in throughout the night. Developments unfolded one after another as the samurai of Hollow Hill waited with bated breath. The careful etiquette and polite bureaucracy of court began to fall apart. The Mantis declared war on the Lion, citing evidence which proved leaders in the Lion military ordered the surprise attack which claimed dozens of innocent lives. They would no longer support the crane only with trade, but in military power as well. After his meeting with Kenshi, Akoto Toturi called for an immediate audience with the Emperor and Doji Hoturi. Toturi presented everything he knew about Shoju and the Scorpion clan. He pleaded for a truce between his clan and the crane, imploring Hoturi to march his army away from the Lionlands and toward Otosan Uchi, where they could defeat Shoju together. Hoturi was cautious, thinking that it could be a trap. He needed time to think and to discuss the matter with his advisors. After Hoturi left the Emperor's audience chamber, fighting broke out between Lion and Scorpion Samurai in the Forbidden Palace. The Lion won and expelled the Scorpion from the palace. Akoto Toturi and his retainers now held the Forbidden Palace and had the Emperor and Bayushi Kachiko in their control. The Emperor announced that Kachiko's trial would carry on as scheduled. He proclaimed that now, more than ever, Rokugan needed to stand for order. As a response, the phoenix announced a formal alliance with the lion. They believed the lion represented justice and righteousness amidst the chaos brewing within Rokugan. Isawa Ujina placed his faith in the lion, believing that standing with them in these dark times would be the remedy to the visions of destruction which have plagued him for months. As tensions mounted and news spread, many prominent members of court began to go missing. Perhaps they fled the city... Perhaps they were captured. Most notable of the samurai unaccounted for were Ide Makujin and the Imperial heir Hante Soteri, along with his bodyguards, Kakita Toshimoko and Kakita Kumi. With Ide Makujin gone, control of the Imperial Legion garrisoned in the city fell to the captain of the city guard, Sepun Ishikawa. Preparing for a potential siege, Ishikawa ordered the Legion to defend the walls of the city. Tomo and Kenshi could not sleep as news rolled in. Tomo took it as an opportunity to speak one-on-one with Tsuruchi. He asked Tsuruchi about the use of dishonorable tactics on the battlefield, especially assassination and poisoning. The wasp champion told him there was a time and place for all things, and that such tactics should be used carefully. Victory through such means, he warned, is often short-lived, and a samurai who's known for using such tactics will have their reputation used against them. Tomo offered his skill with a yumi any time Tsuruchi may need it if he could procure some poison for the boy governor. The wasp obliged. Meanwhile, Kenshi sat with Kitsune Ryosei, learning all he could about the conflict between the lion and the mantis. Kenshi, knowing that Ryosei was mistrusting of the lion because of their ongoing feud with the Fox Clan, tried to convince her of their honor. He advised her that they may need to work together in order to defeat a more dire threat. She seemed to heed his wisdom. By the time the sun began to rise, even the lower classes living in the city could sense the unease brewing throughout the city. People scrambled to make sense of what was happening. Some chose to flee the city, some stayed in place and prepared for the worst, while others still denied anything was out of the ordinary. Upon waking, Burrow made a prayer to the earth Kami. He sensed them stirring, restless and uneasy, their power being focused toward the walls of the city. They sent him a message. It was the sound of footsteps growing louder and louder until they became an unbearable cacophony. Then he saw something in the corner of his eye. Where the wall of the outer city was crumbling and disrepaired, a few boulders shifted and a tree branch fell revealing a way out of the city which had never existed before. In the morning, Tomo received a message. He was being asked to arrange an immediate audience between the leaders of the Crab delegation at court and the leaders of the three-headed alliance. Before long, the two parties sat face to face with each other. The Crab conceded that they should have listened to Tomo's advice sooner. After the events of the previous night, they knew the time to start brokering alliances was now. It was immediately apparent that the two parties had a common goal, Not to champion a cause for one side or another in the war, or to send an army against the Scorpion, but to fortify their homelands against whatever threat may come after them in the rapidly escalating conflict. Both parties concluded that they did not have the resources to spare on a deadly power struggle, but both would benefit from closer ties with one another. They devised a defensive pact, which prioritized the sharing of information, military forces, and trade resources. Tomo was pleased as he listened, but he could not shake a deeper sense of urgency. An army was marching to the capital as they spoke, led by a man who wielded one of the legendary blood swords. Countless lives would be lost, the city could be destroyed, and the emperor could be killed. What would be done about that? What would be done right now? Tomo pleaded with the samurai to stand their ground against the coming enemy. He recalled how, in previous attacks on Odo-san Uchi, it required the unity of all the great clans to defeat a common foe. They needed that unity now. They needed to put aside their differences and mount a defensive against an enemy which needs chaos to thrive. Moved, the leaders of the two parties agreed to stand their ground against Shoju. With a newfound sense of cooperation, the parties ironed out the remaining terms of their alliance. Ryosei demanded an end to the harvesting and sale of wood from the Shinaman forest. Her lands are close to the Yasuki Lumber Company's operations, and she's seen the angered spirits which rampage across the country. She needs this to end. Finally, she wanted a more concrete promise from the crab that they are committed to their alliance. As a symbolic gesture of unity between their clans, she proposed a marriage between the young boy governor, Kayu Tomo, and the fox informant, Kitsune ni Surprised, Tomo vowed to speak of this in more detail in the future. Meanwhile, Kenshi traveled to the Eko-hike to meet Matsutsuko and confess his crimes. Despite the turmoil brewing in the city, a large crowd of samurai from many different clans were gathered there. Kenshi stood there before them and revealed all which he had done, the murder of Matsutoshiro, spying on the lion, giving information to the fox. But despite all of this, he still supports the lion in his heart, and he knows that they are doing what's right. Tsuko formally renounced Kenshi as a lion and urged the crowd that just as he had become an imposter among their ranks, there are samurai now who are imposters within Odosan Uchi. She denounced the scorpion clan for their treachery and commanded all the true samurai of the empire to make a stand against them as they marched toward the capital. Around midday, as the remaining samurai of the court made preparations for Kachiko's trial, something horrible appeared on the horizon. It was a beast of red and black, carried by thousands upon thousands of feet. It crawled from the south, and found out to the west and then to the north, encircling the city. The beast bristled with steel, armor, and swords, and spears and arrows. The beast had a master, and his name was Bayushi Shouju. That's where we're gonna start today.
0: Fucking epic.
2: What was the beast? It was like a big big animal. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was your mother. Oh,
0: oh god damn. Damn. damn i just set
1: myself you got up for you that
0: fucking school get out got that one. <laughs> lose god. all of your glory you lose all glory your character's mm. dead the saw jeez. trap's gone off <laughs> <laughs> no more boy governor oh man <laughs> damn that's a good one jeez nick mm-hmm. that's getting that's staying in for sure <laughs> <laughs> I
2: brought shame <laughs> to myself, <laughs> to my dear mother. <laughs> well, yeah. What's first? Here on the we are. Block? Here we are. What do you guys do? Are we all at uh, Hollow Hill?
1: Sure, you can be at Hollow Hill.
3: Do we know? Like, um, have we heard of anything like um, the army that's coming? Have they like sent messengers toward us or anything like that?
1: Um, you've seen messengers coming and going from Otasanuchi and from the army that's now deployed out there, but you haven't heard anything about what's been said. It's just kind of all brewing. It's all starting in the kind of in the starting stages. Okay. I feel like we need to
0: show Bayushi you these these letters between Kachiko and Hoturi. I think so too. Now that now that like the Emperor and the Lion have such you know a firm grip on her in the in the palace like she's not going anywhere. I feel like the army showing up kind of speaks for itself that she's been implicated. I don't know if we really need to like put the nail in the coffin with her so much as we need to try to sway you away from what he's doing.
2: yeah, we just need to get showed you off his game,
3: yeah, have you sh- showed like everyone at Hollow Hill those notes or is it just us? That I you think you,
0: yeah showed i showed
1: everyone? the I showed the leaders of Hollow Hill the notes because okay. I like asked for their advice on like what to do. Um keep in mind Kachiko's trial is, is gonna start any moment now. Mm. Should maybe we send a messenger from Hollow Hill to
0: Shouju? Or should one of us do it ourselves? I don't I don't really want to trust a messenger with these uh it's like these are the only copies. He has to see it and Shoju has to see it in Kachiko's, you know, handwriting and everything. Plus they're hidden. They're like you have to use the whole heat method on them and I don't know. I just wouldn't want something to go wrong and the notes to be lost.
2: Yeah. Well, we shouldn't take them all. Just definitely a few, like, incriminating ones. Yeah.
0: And then maybe we can have maybe we can have the messenger take the other ones to the court, to the trial.
2: I think you should go to court. I mean, she, she's who I wanted you there. Uh, she true. pulled strings to get you there. That's true.
0: All right. Can, is that, is that possible? Like, are there certain notes that, like, you know, we would be able to tell that, like, Oh, this is gonna piss off Shouju, and then other ones that like still implicate her and like kind of give, like maybe take the emotional ones to Shouju—the ones that like really show that Kachiko is like in love with with uh, Hoturi and stuff like that. Like really, like pins the like emotional cheating aspect of things and the baby
2: one. We and need and the, the baby, we need Shouju to see like, the baby one. That
0: would be super useful in court too, because that like delegitimizes. Like both the clans right, you probably and have more than one on each
3: side because it's like a conversation, right? Aren't they like conversations? Yeah, wasn't
1: there like a hundred notes or something? There was. Oh, uh, there, right? there was there a few dozen probably. Okay, there's a, a lot of them. Yeah,
0: yeah. Let's just let's just kind of pick out the ones that we think are would be best suited for both places.
1: Okay, um, and, you're, and you're right.
0: She's she's the way I wanted me to go to court. I'd be a fool to to not show up.
1: Yeah, you know what? There was plenty of notes that you could split them in half, and there would be enough to implicate for either party. Okay.
3: We should split them up good, though, so it seems even worse. Like, maybe, like... <laughs> like you know, like, whoever wrote the first note, like, was it? Hattori? Like, yeah. Because we could always show him, like, oh, she started the conversations and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. She started oh, yeah, it. She, uh, yeah, he wasn't even
1: on the radar, and then she
3: went out and got him.
1: Really yeah. pissed him off. Well, so how do you want to do this? Uh, you know that there are... Uh, courtiers who are being sent to parlay with Shoju's army. Um, obviously, the Imperial Legion that's garrisoned in the city has been talking to Shoju, um, who has been, an- and this army has been answering to uh Seppu Nishikawa, who is the head of the city guard. You know, it's it's they're within talks right now. You know that yeah. you could get in with somebody, or are you going to try to sneak out secretly by yourself and not tell anyone about this? Well, I'm going to go to court.
0: I think that you two should be involved in talking with shoju i mean we all have history yeah. with him mm-hmm. we all know that's true yeah Shouju we all knows... know what he did with the armor we all yeah be- that's he true. probably is the one that has either has possession of the armor now or knows where it is maybe you're right maybe this information about kachiko and Hotori's relationship can be leveraged to get information about the armor and what he intends to do
2: yeah i, I would be
0: willing to go talk to yeah. shoju
3: I'm a Ronin now, so I don't think I could go to court anyways. <laughs>
0: I know. I'm you, I can't even go. I'm just going yeah, to Shizue. Shizuai yeah. said that she'd vouch for me. I don't got anyone vouching for me.
1: <laughs> it would be difficult for Kenshi for you to get into court. That's yeah, true.
3: That's what I assume. Yeah,
2: well, then Kenshi, should just me and you go, or should we maybe take some like Imperial guards with us? Or
3: I think it'd be... Who's... um. Since Makujin's gone, what's the lady's name again?
1: Seppun Ishikawa. Seppu Command has is gone to him. He's in control oh, of dude. Okay, the dude. Imper- yeah, it's a guy. Uh, he's in he's in control of the Imperial Legion, and he's the head of the City Guard.
3: I don't know. I think maybe just you and me,
2: because
1: Shoju knows us, and we mm-hmm. we got. But
3: Sepun is like he's in charge of the military, so if like he comes with us, it would also be them being able to talk to each other and like be like, because we don't want just a bunch of people to die. You know, they could probably even
0: work something out else out like you know yeah you could you could like frame he, it as like a whole like parlay mm-hmm. situation i don't
2: even necessarily want to parlay i just want to give showed you these notes and i mean i, I don't see what negotiation there is to do like he's he's got the armor he's got an entire army here mm-hmm. like i just want him to see these notes and like really consider what his next move
3: is but i think it will just anger him more and he'll just want to kill more people instead of us we could probably save a lot of people if we do it the right way that's what I'm thinking.
0: I am think it might end up focusing his anger towards Kachiko and the crane which the crane are opposed to our allies right now anyway I feel like that's mm. like the best outcome is like he'd get pissed off at the crane now that he's got his oh, army yeah, there and we're allied with a lion and everything like the crane was one of our at this point kind of like one of our enemies since we've mm-hmm. allied with all of their enemies Yeah, I know, should, yeah should we get Sepu nishikawa see if he wants to go with us or at least just take some protection i mean
2: but that i mean that's the thing they've got a whole army like no matter how many people we bring like we're not protected really so i feel like we'll if, if it's just there, or if it's you... just me and you you know that's at least a show of like trust of trust mm, interesting yeah
3: do you think they'll like keep us hostage though they might keep this hostage might first, not the first time we've been hostages, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it. You, you're boy governor. You, you, no, no, I trust you. You do, do also it. recall it's part, you know, it's part of the scorpion strategy to take hostages. Yeah, that's true. Either way, we'd probably get taken as hostages either way. Dang,
3: but we do need to get these notes to him.
0: Then, if that's the case, should we just send the notes with a courier? But then you can't confirm that he knows yeah. or re- knows be that we're even us. reads them. You don't That's get a gauge true. of his
3: reaction. Like, It might be better oh, yeah. for us to become hostages, almost.
2: I know. Just to get it. To also, meta. Creation. I don't. I don't think Nick would want to make us hostages again because it's not interesting for the story.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nice. You're
1: right. I could just kill you instead. Yeah, <laughs>
2: we've got we've got plot armor.
0: <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it says on your sheet you have plate armor, and it's damaged. (laughs) But plate armor is not damaged. It's been repaired.
2: (laughs) Well, can... Yeah.
3: Let's just me and you go, and maybe we can just get
2: an audience with Shouju.
3: Let me just me and you go, yeah. But we have to have, like, some, like, thing to bring up the armor to, to fluster him or something, you know, something else. Yeah, what's our game plan? A real game plan if we just go in there and be like hey here's these notes hopefully
0: you recognize the letter or the handwriting i think we yeah we should tell
2: him that like the crane
0: are the real enemy yeah i think that you should try to focus on convincing him that like kachiko is not loyal to you and not loyal to the scorpion she is like creating this new life with the crane well yeah mm-hmm. well, and, i mean like, we could try oh to, yeah she's like trying to get the crane power like i would try to frame it like that like she's totally Mm -hmm. betraying you yeah and we could be like you know what
2: showed you you helped us in a time of our dire need and we feel like you're being undermined by kachiko who has not shown us any
0: trust or hospitality yeah man she's going against the scorpion's main tenant yeah loyalty right loyalty this is a very obvious breach of that to her own husband all right we gotta write that down yeah we we definitely gotta write that down (laughs) All right, yeah, I think we should do all it. Right, let's that. Let's do sounds it.
2: Good. Maybe tell the people at Hollow Hill what we're planning, and then we rad.
0: And I just get ready to go to court. Except if all the rules are out the window, and uh, everyone's just taking in their fucking armor and all this shit, I'm just gonna go in. I'm still gonna wear my sanctified robes, present a good image. But I got my concealed armor on. I'm taking my fucking. Which, by the way, weapons. I double checked in the
1: rules. You you can't wear concealed armor with other armor. So, like, you can't wear concealed robes with sanctified... Or concealed armor with sanctified robes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I was See, thinking about that, and I'm like, that makes concealed armor really powerful.
0: Well, then fuck well, it. I'll just put on my fucking... My lacquered armor.
1: Okay. Put, well, yeah, wear your lacquered I'm armor. I'm just going
0: to go tanked up, just in case. Some shit pops off. Real. And then I look
2: good. I'll just go in my uh, ceremonial robes, because if shit goes off, plate armor's not going to help anyway. Yeah. Okay, I'll put on my plate armor. Oh, I'm thinking, <laughs> <laughs> I was just the
0: look but, for Nick. I was
1: just thinking This like, is
0: literally a war.
1: I was yeah, I was just thinking like like you've made such a big deal about wearing your plate armor <laughs> for like for like almost fifty episodes now. You know, you wore it all through the Shadowlands. You probably slept in it. That's real. You know what? Yeah, if I die, know. I wanna die in my plate. armor. And, <laughs> right, and you're I'll gonna go not. parlay with the enemy in robes? Alright, alright,
2: alright. Alright, that was a silly it was a silly thought. It's a really silly thought.
0: Uh, that's funny. You're <laughs> just trying to show trust. was trying to show some trust, some, some vulnerability. No,
1: I mean, I, I, I want you to roleplay your character however you want. I didn't mean to uh, give away too much with my eyes. Sorry. <laughs>
3: All right. As yeah, I, put, I noticed, you're putting on your armor. I noticed I don't have any actual armor, so I go. They've got to Look for
1: some armor. around. Uh, you know, uh, sure, you, the heads of Hollow Hill give you some Ashigaru armor. Sweet. They've got some light armor sitting around.
3: I need something.
1: So this is where we are. Splitting up once again. Uh, Tomo and Kenshi, are you going to tell anybody, like, Sepu Nishikawa or any of the Imperial Legion or any of the city guards that you guys are gonna do this, or are you just gonna run off on your own? I mean, it sounds like you told the people from Hollow Hill. You are going to You're gonna tell the people of Hollow Hill and nobody else?
3: Hmm. We'll tell.
0: I feel like should talk to the lion about it. It's like when you Since go. It's like when you are. go to climb a mountain, you have to tell someone that you're going, so that yeah. way when you don't come back. Someone knows know that, that something's
2: wrong. <laughs> we'll tell the people of Hollow Hill, because the the lion don't know about uh, Kachiko's infidelity yet. No, that's and true. Uh, no. let's leave that bombshell for court
1: for a borough. Okay.
2: okay.
1: True. True.
2: So yeah, we'll just let the people at Hollow Hill
1: know. Uh, the heads of Hollow Hill. The heads of the three headed alliance, they uh they wish you luck and they, they say that what you're doing is bold. It's a very bold strategy that you're trying to implement here. And they they say, Are you sure you don't want any guards? You don't want anybody to go with you, you just want to go in by yourself. I don't think any guards are gonna protect us
2: from Shoju's oh. army. And we have had a personal audience with Shouju. We've we've got a rapport. And he's shown us respect.
3: So, Are we still exhausted? Yeah. We're still exhausted? Oh, for sure. Yeah, maybe can we...
1: Bro's the only one that slept.
3: (laughs) Is there any way for
0: us to get rid of
2: it?
1: Can we take a little shot of sake before we go?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you can be exhausted and drunk. A
1: little
0: bit of of liquid courage.
1: (laughs) A little bit of hair of the dog. Mm -hmm. Time is of the essence. There's no time for you to indulge in sake right now.
3: What does exhausted do again?
1: You don't... um, at the end of a scene, your your uh, hit points and your composure don't go down to half. So you just okay. keep stacking throughout the day.
2: I'm, I'm I'm in pretty good shape right now. What about you, Kenshi?
3: Uh, I got some strife, but I think I'll be okay.
1: You can give that strife. Yeah, I can I give it away. Piss so showed you off.
3: I can give it away, that's how usually...
1: Wow. Okay. Uh, as you guys are talking, you find out that uh, Ryose is planning to go to Kachiko's trial... Yugoki is going to stay behind at Hollow Hill and kind of uh, make preparations there. Tsuruchi is going to fall in with um, the Imperial Legion and try to uh, mount a defense somewhere in case stuff happens. Cool. Okay. Burrow, you head off to the Forbidden Palace for your, um, for your trial with Kachiko. Scroll satchel of... Illicit love letters. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Kenshi and Tomo, you head off, uh, toward a parlay with shouju Parlay, parlay. So we got to put on our big
0: boy pants. Mm It's going to turn into manga. Oh, Dice Kami, please bless us this day.
2: (laughs) As as I'm leaving, I want to give Fujiko a goodbye and a wink. And I say, uh, I hope all goes well.
0: I want to give Tomo and Kenshi like a warrior's hug. Grab their, you know, we each grab each other's forearms. Nice. Pull each other in tight. Go for the, the quick hug. Good luck, my friends.
1: You as well, Burrow. As you guys are taking off, uh, Akari is there. And she feels kind of torn because on the one hand she wants to go with Burrow, but she's never done well in court settings. Um, and part of her also wants to go with Kenshi and Tomo. Should we should we invite her?
2: Shouju did yeah. really like her. Shouju gave her...
1: Oh yeah, the headband
3: or the blindfold thing.
2: Akari, Shouju has shown you a deep respect and even gave you a lovely <coughs> gift. It it might not be a bad idea for you to ride with us. It would give you an opportunity to get out of the city.
1: She says that she agrees. She thinks it, she'd be better suited riding with you guys instead of going to Kachiko's trial. Why don't you wear that that band he gave you as well? She like
3: she hasn't been wearing it, huh?
1: She has not been wearing it. Uh she kind of like threw it in with the rest of her belongings. It's in the back of, you know, one of her one of her traveling cases, you know, and she like throws it on. It's poorly folded and it's creased and you can see it hasn't been worn in a really long time. She she like pulls it out and ties it around her around her eyes and she's ready to go. Nice. I save my goodbye to her for last. Give her a tender little kiss. And she says, It feels like we've been having too many of these lately. Well, hopefully this is the last, and
0: once all this dies down, you can you and I can just be together and live our lives. But we have to do this. Guys, keep her safe. You're my boys. We'll do our best. Yep. Don't I- get don't get captured again. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll do our best. <laughs> I dab up Squee real quick, we do our five minute
3: handshake that we've been <laughs> practicing.
0: When did you guys create this? <laughs> it's really elaborate. Yeah, that's incredibly, it's a
3: lot of steps. Have, I use my Fox ability and turn into a cricket as well, and we do it. whole Oh cr- my
2: god. <laughs> Dang, maybe we should have sent Squee to shoju. <laughs>
1: we did it once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tomo and Kenshi gain a void point. Nice. Yeah. All right. Let's start with Burrow. Burrow, you travel up to the Echo Hike. And uh, you notice that it's just like everything has changed in the last like six hours or so. You know? Um, Where there were. Uh, guards mixed in with scorpion samurai you notice that the scorpion samurai are gone you don't know where they've, where they've gone off to and it's just members of uh, the city guard and members of the imperial legion stationed there and they look at you and you try to get into the Hike, and they say what's your business what, what are you doing here ronin I am here on a with a personal invitation from doji shizue
0: you may ask her but she's requested my presence here for the trial Okay, where's your paperwork? Let's see the invitation. Go find Doji Shizue. I don't need any invitation. They, the, they don't I'm, let you in. I'm the one that brought this whole matter of Bayushi Kachiko's rebellious acts to light in the first place. You're not going to let me in? Uh, All right, if we're going to go that route, I'm going to need a skill check. It sounds Just meld into stone. <laughs> 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 sounds like I'm commanding them. Uh, what, maybe Earth? I mean, I'm just, that's what's happened. Sure. Fucking reasoning with them. What's the TN? I also have Indomitable Will. I'll say I'm not going to back applies. down from them trying to not let me in. That's fucking stupid. TN3. Don't let your ignorance cloud your judgment, fool.
3: Nice.
1: That's a yikes. I get to re-roll too, though, right? You do. And that's an explosive, so you might do it. Yes, yes, yes. Big ouch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dice, Kami, <commie>, why?
1: <laughs> they
2: were so good to us last episode.
1: Uh, we needed that now. All right, and you start saying these things, the guards are obviously annoyed, and they say, listen, we're not letting anybody in who doesn't have any official business here, okay? Time is, this is not the time to be letting people come and go as they please, all right? Get lost, Ronin. Not even for a Koku for each
0: of you? I've just been stacking dough. I haven't bought anything this whole time. <laughs> I realized that my intimidation attack is not gonna work
1: and I'm like, how about bribery, eh? <laughs> you say these things and um yeah, all right so you <laughs> no, hold on, hold on. so you you say these things and then um another uh, a, another servant wearing the colors of the crane clan over here what's happening um, between you and the guards comes up to you. And says, oh, but you know about the situation between Burazu and what's happening with the trial. Everybody's heard about it. You surely know what's going on. Of course, they don't relent. And they, the, the servant says, well, actually, uh, according to... Um, and then she starts citing this like really obscure bylaw... Um, uh, something within the, the courts of Voto Sanucci about uh, people who have been mistreated by uh, the def- uh, by the defendants, uh, something or other. She starts throwing a lot of like legal jargon around um, and confusing them, and saying basically, if they don't let you in to this court, into this trial, um, they could lose their positions. It's an obstruction of justice. Exactly. More <laughs> or less, that's what it comes down to. Yeah um they look confused they look annoyed but they're like okay whatever he's part of the trial and they let you in yeah i walk past them and look at them with disdain yeah but uh since you had to have a servant help you in to the city i'm gonna have you lose some glory (laughs) um man lose one glory for each of the guards that you were talking to lose two glory all right my glory is still pretty high
0: hey don't talk about that don't know how that happened
1: (laughs) It's a fresh wound. I don't know how it's still high, but... Right. Uh, this servant, uh, you know, they're very courteous, and they're, uh, they're, they're very um, pleasant to be around, and they just ask you how your day's going. They, it's almost like nothing's even happening right now to them.
0: Oh, my day's going great. I mean, it's a beautiful weather, aside from the uh, horrifyingly huge army that is casting its evil shadow uh, upon our walls. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see what, what goes on here today. And I uh, really, I thank you so much for explaining that whole situation. Uh, Shizue would be really upset if uh, I didn't make it here today. She asked me to be here
1: personally, you know. Say, of course, of course, of course. Lady Shizue sends her regards. You guys get up to the walls of the Forbidden Palace. Of course, it's the same thing. She says the same spiel about... You know, the... Obstruction of justice! Uh, obstruction of justice. <laughs> Parties have been wronged. Yeah, doesn't matter if he's a ronin. He's got to get into the trial. They wave you through. I'm a witness. Yeah. Um, and you get into the Forbidden Palace, and you're taken to the audience chamber where the trial is going to be taking place. Um, there's a real sense of unease throughout the palace as... Uh, I mean, you guys are on the brink of war. You don't know who can be trusted. Um nobody's sure if this army is just going to start attacking at any time. What's going on? A lot of confusion, a lot of chaos, um, but you're taken into the audience chamber, and the, the servant bows to you and wishes you luck.
0: Thank you. I think I'm going to need it. grip onto my satchel bag with all the notes inside, make sure
1: it's secure, everything's in there. Right. Kenshin Tomo. You guys head out of the city. Are you on horseback by chance, or are you, you walking out I'm there? I'm horse taking horseback. Probably, yeah. yeah.
3: Okay. It's urgent.
1: Uh, and you guys, actually, as you're leaving, you can kind of like blend in. There's a little bit of a crowd. Uh, it's like a lot of people are just trying to escape the city right now. There's all this confusion and chaos, and people don't know what's going on. Some people, some of the lower classes, saw the banners of the Scorpion Clan and they said, Oh, well, the Scorpion Clan, they're one of the great clans of Rokugan. They're obviously here to protect us. Nothing bad would come of them. Others have heard rumors about what's going on and are trying to get the hell out of Dodge, basically. Um, and so there's um, kind of a wave of commoners trying to exit the city. And you can kind of more or less, I wouldn't say blend in because you guys stick out, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, you guys can ride out with them um, and as you travel west out of the city on the main road and you're approaching and you see it's these it's the army has been broken up into like three main camps. One has been positioned on the road south out of Odosunuchi, one on the west road and another one on the north road. And uh, it looks like the uh the encampments have they're basically controlling traffic along the roads. They've taken control of the roads. And uh it's pretty intimidating as you get closer. It's just banners of red and black, a wall of spears, and you see the the army starting to set up encampments, making tents, setting up fires, starting to cook food, you know. And um, none of you have ever seen anything like this. Uh, Kenshi, you've been on military campaigns, but you've never seen an army this size before. And Tomo, you've never... I don't think you've ever had any military life, really. Just small, small excursions. Nothing... Nothing major. You guys are approaching um, the West Road, and uh, uh, Scorpion outriders um, are starting to question people along the road. Um, most of them are being turned around, being told to get back into the city. What do you guys do? Uh, we I'm, Are we stopped?
2: I assume we, we greet these. Sure, you're stopped, yeah. Uh, greet the scorpion respectfully uh, bow can you bow on a horse is that respectful we have a head nod make the horse bow yeah make the horse do a respectful bow um, greetings honorable scorpion uh, we are uh, I'm Kayutomo this is my companion Kenshi and Kuni Akari uh, we would like an audience with Bayushi Shouju and if you say our names, I guarantee he will know who we are and know our
1: business. These are uh, pretty low-ranking guys that you're talking to. They say, what business do you have with Bayushi Shoju? It is not for your ears. Uh, the guard you're talking to kind of has a disgruntled look on their face, but they say, all right, well, I'll see what I can do. And he starts passing word up the chain. Uh, you guys are stayed there for a little while, and then a messenger comes back and says, we will see them.
3: It's
1: pretty smooth. Yeah, Yeah. good work. (laughs) You're taken into the main encampment, which is the one camped out along the West Road. You're traveling past cook fires, people kind of settling in, building their tents, um, sharpening their weapons, polishing their armor, getting ready for whatever. It's actually... It's a little intimidating walking through there, but nobody looks at you like you're an enemy. Most people don't even really pay attention to you, to be honest.
3: Hmm.
1: You're taken to a large pavilion. Ooh. Oh. The, the
0: GM screen comes out. We don't often see the GM screen. I can't
2: see Nick's dice rolls from across the table anyway, so he is being extra cautious. <laughs> extra,
0: Extra cautious. Is that a... Is that an Out of the Abyss D&D screen?
1: I see a beholder. Mm. This is the uh, standard uh, D&D 4th edition uh, DM screen. Damn,
0: Mm. they were doing it right in 4th edition. That's pretty cool. Um, Before we go in, how many is a pavilion?
2: (laughs) 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 I just want to know what we're up against here. Damn, I'm trying to think of something clever for that one. I trying to come up with anything.
1: Yeah, it's, it's close to a pavilion soldiers out there. It's quite a few. Red and black screens surround you as you walk into this um, grass-floored pavilion filled with servants and bodyguards, most of whom wearing ornate lacquered armor. And you see across from you, sitting on a stool, the red demon mask of Bayushi Shouju. You enter, and he bows to you. Bow back. And then bow back. He says, please, take a seat. What is your business here? First, I would uh, like to present to you a gift.
3: And I bring out um, the ninja toe from yuki the that guy and i want to give that to him and i tell him he was loyal to the end to you he would not tell us any of your secrets and i give it to him and can i do like a cultural to make him see like you got loyal guys and then we're gonna show you someone that's not loyal kind of thing
1: like that that's pretty good that's a pretty good good one that's a good flex
3: yeah Mm, I will use so what are you trying to communicate with the skill check um I want to give him that I want to show him that like we've learned of like your plans somewhat from him but this scorpion was loyal to you but we're going to show you some information right now that's gonna be like alright this person's not loyal to you
1: I don't think it re- requires a skill check handing over the ninja toe is enough for him to get the message that's yeah, pretty fucking perfect yeah you hand it you you pass it Sick. off to one of the courtiers one of the servants in his pavilion who carries it over to him he grabs it he looks at it looking it over flipping it around pulls it out of the sheath a little bit puts it back and sets it in front of him and he says uh, what am I supposed to make of this I need you to understand
3: that being part of a clan is important, and some people aren't as much of your clan as you think they are. Yuki, he was through and through a scorpion, but some of the stuff we have to present to you will show someone that is very close to you that has betrayed you. What do you have for me?: Give Toma the head nod.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I bow to showed you, and I say, showed you, you have helped us on our journey to Odo Sanuchi, and for that, we are grateful. And that is why it is just the three of us who have came. We did not come with the Imperial Guard. We, we come with trust, and what we have to give you is extremely sensitive. And I, I pull out the uh, the crane notes, and I hand them to him, and I, I tell him, if there is anyone here who you do not trust completely, I recommend they do not they do not look
1: at these. The notes are handed over to him. The servant opens the note, looks it over, showed you, looks at it, and he says, "There's nothing written here." and I, I tell him
2: hold hold the light flame to the notes and it will become clear
1: he does so he begins reading the notes he looks at one reads it thoroughly places it next to himself beside the ninjatō grabs another unfolds it reads it thoroughly places it neatly beside him next to the other one and he does that for all of the notes probably maybe a couple dozen or so notes that you've given him. And he sits there for a long time, just thinking, looking at you guys, pondering. His red demon mask covers his face entirely. You don't see any facial expression from him. You don't get any sign of anything from him. He's still like a rock, sitting there. Almost like he's sitting there in meditation. Tomo respects that uh, steadfast rockiness he has. (laughs) He says, what do you samurai know about loyalty?
2: Loyalty is all I know. I've served the crab my entire life. I've served Rokugan my entire life. I've personally fended off the evils of the Shadowlands to protect my clan, and when I was summoned by the Emperor, I answered his call. Loyalty is all I know.
1: Kenji?
3: Some may say I have been disloyal to my clan, but I was brought into the Lion Clan as an orphan, And realizing this later in life, I've understood that you have to stick to your actual clan and your actual family and the people you actually want to believe in. I am actually a fox. My family has been destroyed by the Lion Clan. But I am still loyal to many of the Lion Clan members because of how they have treated me. And I believe... Loyalty is not just to your clan, but is the, to the people you trust and people that you keep around yourself, like Tomo and Burrow. I've spent a long time with them, and I believe you must be loyal to the people that are loyal to you. And once someone becomes disloyal to you,
1: then you know what real loyalty is. He gives you a curt little nod, and he says, I agree with you. Loyalty is earned. You get loyalty based on the loyalty you give. He says, riding into my pavilion, what did you see? Saw scores
2: of soldiers. I saw a force that I've never seen before. And I saw the power that you could unleash onto this onto this empire and the damage you could do. And and it frightened me. But I also saw a chance for a force that could also be used for good, for protection.
1: Kenshi, do you have anything to add?
3: All these men here are here to lie down their lives just for you. And that is an amazing thing to have by your side. These men will act without even questioning whatever you want. Whatever you want, they will give it to you. And that is an amazing thing to see. But you must not abuse it. You must understand that we're all near the same place. We're all near the same son, our emperor, and I believe these men would not want to kill for no reason, but I could see that they are loyal to you, and they will if you demand so. You have complete control
1: here. He gives another curt little nod, and he says, again, I agree with you. <laughs> You're just saying all the right things. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. What you saw, you saw loyalty. All these men who have marched here with me, they are loyal. And that's because I inspire loyalty. Because I give loyalty. He looks down at the notes that you've handed him. And he says, now... Do you think this is evidence against loyalty or evidence of it? We're going to go back to the court. Oh, my oh, god. oh,
0: <laughs> oh Jesus.
3: <laughs> he
0: planned it all. Along. He is the cuck. <laughs> 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 oh my god kept swaying back and forth. I didn't Mm -hmm. know which way it was going to go. Alright. Let's let's fucking
1: do it. Let's get the wife's perspective. You're in the audience chamber in uh, the Emperor's Forbidden Palace and you see seated beside the Emperor at his right hand where once Kajiko sat, you see Okoto Totori in full armor. Surrounded by equally armored samurai there to protect him and the emperor if anything were to happen you've been to a few trials such as this in the scorpion lands and uh, usually they're marked by um, a sign of trust among all parties it's considered kind of dishonorable to wear any sort of war gear such as armor into a court but here it seems like it's the norm it seems like everything that was once considered Part of decorum um, has gone out the window, and it's almost like a, um, um, it's a martial trial, almost. So I came dressed appropriately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you understood the assignment. Yes. The lords and ladies of the court take their seats, and it commences. The emperor speaks up, and he says, despite these troubling times, we need to stand for Order within Rokugan. He says, we are here now for the trial of Bayushi Kachiko. She stands accused of conspiring against Rokugan and conspiring against myself. Undoing the ties of Bushido which bound her to defend me honorably. And it takes off from there. Uh, the court is filled with a lot of people you've met and you've talked to, people that you trust and don't trust, uh, as well as a lot of other people that you haven't seen. Um, all of the clans are pretty much represented there, whether it's by some, like a high-ranking member of the clan or somebody lower, just like a lesser courtier, you know. But pretty much everybody there is in attendance. Except you notice something's a little strange. You don't notice anybody of the Dragon Clan there as you're looking around. Dragon Clan is absent, Hmm. which you thought was a little strange. But not anything you can do about that right now and not terribly out of place. You know the Dragon Clan prefer to stay aloof. And one by one, people are uh, taken up to speak about what they've seen to attest to their knowledge of either protecting Kachiko or or, uh, evidence of her uh, crimes. And you know that in these sorts of situations, uh, trials in Rokugan, um, they're not necessarily evidence-based, like we like to think we have here um, in the modern age. Evidence can be taken into consideration, but what's held more valuable is uh, testimony of people with status. So, for example, if there's a lot of damning evidence against a powerful lord for doing something, but the only people who can attest to this evidence are commoners or burro-common, it might not go very far. Whereas if there is no evidence, but a powerful lord can attest to something happening, it will hold more power, it will hold more weight in a court in Rokugan. So it's all about status. It's not necessarily about evidence. All right, so I'm bottom of the fucking barrel. (laughs) Status-wise. Well, the first to start, to kick things off, are the Emerald Magistrates, um, who followed Kenshi um, after you announced everything that happened to Ide Makujin. The Emerald Magistrates come out, they attest to Shosuro Izuki's hovel. Um, who has the journal? Izuki's journal that you got from his...
3: I think Burrow has it.
1: I thought you had it, right, Burrow? Yeah, probably. Maybe... It- at some point, you handed it over to the Emerald Magistrates for evidence. Okay, um, or maybe you handed it off to Idemakujin, and he handed it off to them. We
0: definitely took all of his stuff.
1: So you did, and there wasn't much out there. Uh, but they bring up the journal. They they look through it, and uh, you know they know it belongs to Shasura Izuki. You know that he was out there to to kind of like stir anger in the lower classes, and then kind of use like manipulate them for whatever the scorpion needs them for um they attest to the tunnels that they found underground the scorpion samurai that they found positioned there they talk about the battle that broke out between the wasp scorpion when they came to rescue um Kenshi and Tomo uh and Akari and uh how Tomo lost fingers it's all pretty damning. They they talk, they talk about all of this about the tunnels, about the saboteurs, uh, Shisuro Izuki, and uh, they talk about the uh, plans for attack that one of the Scorpion Samurai who was captured talked about. It's all pretty damning. Uh, next, uh, some of the some of the dock workers were actually brought up, um, and they can attest to Shisuro Izuki coming and. Um, you know, making frequent contact with these dock workers and kind of, like, stirring anger among them against the samurai of, you know, of the higher classes of Oto Um And in particular, speaking to the arsonists who burned down the Otomo guest house. You can tell that nobody really takes this part too seriously because they're just kind of, like, lowly dock workers. But it's out there in the open now. Uh, what are you doing as this commences and as you're hearing all this information come out? Um, I want to
0: find Shizue in the room and keep an eye on her and see if she's like, see how she's taking some of the news and maybe see if she's kind of doing anything nefarious while this is all going on. Like, is she like receiving any messages? Is she like whispering to people? You know what I mean? Like Shizue? Yeah, because like I mean, I'm kind of st- still suspect on why she gave me all this information in the per- in the first place, and I want to see if she is going to. Because you're you're saying that you know it's well known that status is like the more important thing in a trial. Like no one's gonna care if this stuff comes from me. So like I want to make sure that she is going to like back me up on it. Mm-hmm. But I have a feeling she won't, because it sounded like she wanted me to just do it. She's way is not there. Oh, convenient. She's away? She's away. Wow. (laughs) Well, that fucking sucks. What do you make of that?
1: I mean, that's not good. Are there any crane there? There are. There are quite a few crane there, actually. Is Hoturi there? Hoturi is there. Oh, hmm. Of course, she's not there. Oh, no. I feel icky. Do you feel like maybe once again a powerful lord has tried to use you for their own gains?
0: Yes, that's kind of the impression that I'm getting. And now I'm sort of... Now that I notice that she's gone and, like, the reactions of all the people in the room like, I'm kind of wondering yeah, if it's something that I should go through with. But I'm gonna watch and wait and see see what happens. And Kachiko's there, right? How is she looking throughout all of this? Does she look confident? Does she look you know...
1: Worried? Does she seem nah, distressed? She doesn't. Cool as a cucumber. Does not seem bothered by any of the claims that are coming forward about her. This isn't This isn't right. Something's off here. And
0: Ide Makujin's gone. A bunch of higher status people are missing and gone. There are.
1: Eesh. Next, uh, Isawa Ujina comes up. And he talks about the visions he's been having about death and destruction across rokugan and how given what the emerald magistrates are talking about he believes that uh the scorpion clan are actually the um the cause of this death and destruction and about how he believes kachiko has played a pivotal role in all of this isawa ujina is a powerful person person of really high status um people seem to take that pretty seriously after isawa ujina leaves the stand doji hoturi makes his way up there bro you've never actually met doji hoturi uh you've only heard stories about him uh you've heard of what he's most famous for is his he's famously attractive he's a very handsome young man ah he's very handsome and it's uh, all making sense now <laughs> the way he moves he he just moves so like confidently yeah like he's, like he belongs there like you know? he's hung yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> you I also see notice this is You also notice that he's he's pretty young. He's pretty young. Um impressionable. Some might say that.
0: Easily swayed by the beauty of a woman such as Kachiko.
1: Dojo Hotori begins to speak. And he talks about how toturi came to him and came to the emperor and told him everything he knew about what the scorpion were doing allegedly in kachiko and also about the armor of the martyr monk which kenshi had told toturi about which then toturi then relayed to the emperor and to hoturi really sucks that these characters have such similar names. I yeah. might <laughs> <laughs> just call yeah. them Doji and Akodo for right now. <laughs> and Hoturi points out that the armor of the Martyr Monk is tainted. That these samurai who started all of these claims against Kachiko and against the Scorpion Clan are implicated in being Mahotsukai. They talked to Kansen evil spirits, they reached into Jigoku and they pulled the spirit of their friend back, put him in armor, and the armor is now tainted. And he says that these claims are being started and being generated by Mahotsukai. And that shouldn't be ignored. I get a little riled up. This is fucking, this is, this is fucking Bullshit. And what are we to make of the people who associate themselves with these Mahotsukai? We've seen them around Hollow Hill, around the heads of this minor clan alliance. Perhaps they were also involved with the Hare Clan somehow. And he's drawing these lines, and he's implicating you, and he's implicating everyone that you're associating with as being possibly uh, Mahotsuke. This motherfucker. He says, how can we trust them? Why would they make these claims? Who are they? Turns to the emperor, he says, this burizu you even expelled him from your court. You stripped him of his title and of his name, and you expelled him. Your senses were certainly telling you something about him then. Have they changed?
0: And I'm just seething with anger internally at all of this but I know it's dishonorable to speak out I want to wait to see what the emperor has to say I want to wait patiently for my turn okay I don't want to prove him right by by having some kind of
1: outburst Toturi says what he has to say sorry not Toturi hoturi doji. Hoturi, yeah, the crane. Say, just say their last their <laughs> the, their
0: family name with the, their name. <laughs> the champion
1: of the Crane clan, um he he kind of makes his point and a lot of people are kind of thinking like, oh, you know, actually he makes a lot of good points there. You also recall something Kachiko told you a long time ago about uh something about secrets and porcelain. They both when you drop them, they both make a loud noise, something to that extent. Anyway, Doji Hoturi makes his point, and he sits down. Feeling a little exasperated, Akodo Toturi then speaks forward, makes his point to the emperor, and he recalls everything that Kenshi told him about the scorpion, about Kachiko. And he... He, uh, he vouches for the honor of Kenshi yeah (laughs) you got got shooters i'm not there
3: but (laughs) i feel it
1: he says kenshi came to me and he told uh the uh the circumstances of how kenshi came to him uh as a bird and flew to his his chamber and told him all of these things when that was mentioned a lot of you know eyebrows were raised and people started whispering and people seemed a little confused about that this bit about being a bird Um, But he explains, you know, Kenshi uh, seems like he's had the right intentions all along. Given what we know from these Emerald Magistrates about what's happening, it sounds like he had reasonable claims to come to me and and say these things about Kachiko and about what the Scorpion are planning. And, And then he says, look outside. There's an army camped in front of the city. Are we going to ignore that? Yeah, like why else would they be here?
0: If they're not trying to attack the city, like, I feel like that's, like, pretty damning evidence. Well, um.
3: Was it like Hachiko? She brought him in because the Emperor wasn't safe or something, right? So she said.
1: Yeah, more or less. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, from the beginning, before court started, you were hearing, uh, you know, the messengers from Shoju's camp were saying that they were there to protect the city. Because the Lion Crane War was escalating, and he saw how the Imperial Legions didn't have the numbers to protect the city. So he wanted to send his own army to bolster the city in case, you know, anyth- in case anything were to happen and the fighting were taken to Odo Sanuchi. So he's claiming he's there to protect the city. That's why his army is there. Clever. Tsuko, Matsu Tsuko, takes a stand. She starts by talking about Kenshi, by mentioning that it's true that he murdered her cousin. Of course, people start talking about that. It all comes out. And how he is an impersonator of the Fox Clan. About how he's a shapeshifter, about how he's been an informant for them, and about how he's, you know, he's been giving them information about the Lion Clan. And she says all these things, and she's completely honest about all of it. She doesn't hide anything but she does say after it that she trusts Kenshi and that she believes his best intentions were at heart and that he wouldn't have brought this information forward if, if he didn't think it was serious. Basically that he's, you know, in on, he's honorable in spite of all of these things. However, that bit about being an impersonator and a shapeshifter, people still continue talking about it and they still kind of seem like they need to work that out a little bit more. Fujiko is there she stands up and she talks about the honor of of about how she believes that his best interests are at heart that he does not have anything to conspire against the Empire for Uh, he's not a Mahotsukai that's ridiculous even though she says that but in her head she's thinking well there is evidence that he might be but she speaks to his honor and to how she trusts him and to how he believes in doing what's right for the Empire. Ryosei comes up next, and she says the same thing. And you're beginning to notice now, Burrow, that a lot of this trial seems to be about defending your guys' honor, since you guys are the ones who started all of this and started making these claims against Kachiko and the Scorpion Clan. And, and not me specifically, I've noticed. Not you specifically, no. Um, kind of all of you in general. All, you know, you, Tomo, and Kenshi. I just have no one that can vouch for me, is what I'm noticing here. The one who would, Idemakujin is not there, conveniently gone. It's conveniently missing. As well as Doji Shizue. Yeah, she's not there.
3: Make more friends.
0: <laughs> I think that all my friends were purposely whisked off. I think, I think Kachiko, I'm starting to get the impression that Kachiko wanted me to be the one to be here. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? And wanted me to dig my own grave. Like she had said, secrets and porcelain both make a loud noise when they're dropped. What if this, what if these notes that I think are this huge secret
1: are actually just another tool in her arsenal? Ryose gets up. She speaks to the honor of all of you. About the things that she has seen personally. About, you know, the saboteurs in the tunnel. About how obviously something is amiss here. And obviously the Scorpion Clan are behind it. Um, of course, going back to the testimony of the Emerald Magistrates. And all along, as these samurai are coming up, making their claims, and sitting back down, uh, Kachiko stays silent, stone-faced, just taking it in, just listening. The mantis samurai, Iyashi, comes forward, and he presents paperwork, which he believes implicates lion leadership, heads of the lion clan, ordering an attack against the Mantis clan. Which, of course, became the grounds for the Mantis to declare war against the Lion. And he points it out, and he looks through it all, and... the evidence that he's looking at does look pretty bad. It looks pretty damning of the Lion clan. That has nothing to do with the trial of Kachiko. But in Rokugan, it's about who's saying what about who. And if you have the heads of this clan making you know uh, standing forward and like defending you guys and there's evidence that they've done dishonorable things it will sway the opinions of people it will make them think well maybe these people aren't actually to be trusted iyashi questions the honor of the lion clan and he says maybe the maybe the lion clan are working with these mahotsukai to plan some kind of coup in the capital he, said, he motions towards all of this and about how the lion are all armed and about how this is a martial trial. He says, you, you, you're all in control now. This was grounds for you to take the capital, and this was grounds for you to start waging your secret wars against these other clans. And he sits back down. The emperor sits there, and uh, he's taking it all in. We're going to go back to Kenshi and Tomo. God, what damn. A info <laughs> bomb right
0: there. <sighs> what do you do? Well, he just
2: asked us if we view it as loyalty or disloyalty. Yep. I say, I, I showed you, I, I view this at face value as the lady of the Scorpion Clan committing infidelity and adultery and bearing the child of the lord of another clan. I I view it as that, and I believe Samurai of the Scorpion Clan would view it the same, and I felt that it was information that you needed to know, and I felt that it was appropriate that Kenshi and Akari and I brought it to your attention.
1: Kenshi, do you have anything to say? Two for two now.
3: <laughs> so knowing that the scorpion clan is great on deception are you saying you told your own wife to do this i want to ask him that question
1: you're just going to bluntly ask him that uh, you've been pretty blunt so far pretty yeah, bold of yeah, you to yeah. even bring this to him
3: yeah i want to like this is was this your plan the whole time i understand you've already You already have her close enough to the Emperor. Why would you... What else do you need from her? I believe she's... Why would she do this other than... Unless you told her to. Unless you... If she's loyal.
0: Explain your cuckold fetish. (laughs) (laughs) What's going
1: on here, man? You ask an interesting question. Do you know the beautiful irony of the scorpion wearing masks, when you reveal the true face, when you take the mask off and you show your face, no one knows it, no one recognizes it, when all you show is lies and deception, when you show the truth, will anyone recognize it? He says, I want you to ride back. I want a parley with the emperor. I will meet him in neutral ground between the city and my army. No one will be armed. Ride back. Tell him this. Bring him here. And he dismisses you.
3: May I ask one more question?
1: No, but you'll do it anyway.
3: What's happened to Tsubasa? How is Tsubasa doing? My friend Tsubasa.
1: I should be asking you. Like, he doesn't know? That's can all he I, says.
3: How would I check if, like, he's, like, like holding s- something back or is he just. Sentiment? Bam, you yeah, can make sentiment? a sentiment check. Okay. I'll do a sentiment, I guess, fire, just to... Hypothesize. Yeah, Try to get a read
1: on them. Yeah. This is by Yushi Shouju, the Lord of Whispers. This is a TN5.
3: All right, I'm going to use a void point. I got (laughs) one sentiment, three fire, and one void point. Come on, baby. Explodees. Did not get it, but... uh, Two successes, one strife, and four
1: opportunity what are you gonna use the opportunity for you could give him strife
3: um yeah i'll use one to give him strife and then like if i use two of them notice something missing or out of place in the vicinity yeah i want to i still want to try it maybe he's like wearing something different or something like that like something that might give away anything like that like something Hmm. kind of strange about him and then,
1: uh, the only thing strange really you notice about him is uh, he's not wearing uh, swords, he's not wearing a daisho, and uh, it would be customary at this time for him to be wearing his swords. There's really no reason for him not to be. He's on a war, he's on a He's on campaign mm-hmm. with his army. Uh, you're in his camp, you know, there's really no reason for him not to be armed, and yet he's not.
3: I bow to him. And I will, if I see him before you see him, I'll tell him you said hello.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He says, I will meet with the emperor, bring him to me, and bring along anyone in the court who wishes to hear what I have to say. He dismisses you.
0: Not hostages, yeah. You're not hostages. <laughs> You're not hostages. That was to... still pretty fucking ominous. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if I want to
2: say something or if I just
0: if I just leave.
3: How does um Akari? Akari look in all this? Well, she can't really look, but how, how does she <laughs> No, seem? Like what look to like how <laughs> she look how when does I'm looking sound? at her? Yeah,
1: she has no idea what to make of any of this. You guys, she felt like you brought forward pretty damning evidence, and all he did was ask you weird, ominous questions. I did. And, um, a little annoyed. A little annoyed. The crab, you know. They
3: like straight answers. They like straight answers.
1: <laughs> they don't like all this double talk. They don't, all, they don't like all this treachery and all this, you know, strange and ominous misgivings. She's not here for that. All right. I'm a crab. I'm blunt I'm tired of yeah
2: beating around the bush before we go showed you I appreciate your audience but I want you to know I have seen the taint firsthand and I have seen I've seen Oni and they have tricked me and I've almost lost my life because of it you may believe that you are a lord of whispers and of subversion but just know that no mortal can match the trickery of the Shadowlands, of the demons of the taint. You may believe you're in control, but that could change at any moment.
1: That's pretty good.
3: Heck yeah, mic drop.
1: Give him some shit to think about. He just stares. He says, "Kaiutomo, boy governor of Clearwater Village.
2: The greatest village in the Crablands. Your
1: uncle, Yasuki Keiji.
4: He says, you're bold.
3: Now be gone. All right. Ride right off. He wasn't that bad uh, on the ride. Yeah. On the ride back. I'm like, <laughs> could have gone worse.
1: You're like, yeah, that went really well.
3: Uh, <laughs> um,
2: I looked to Kenshi. Um, Kenshi, is, is that not Kachiko? in the empire?
3: Okay.
2: Uh, he just said that no one would know who's behind that mask.
3: Uh. Uh-huh. What yeah. was he implying? Maybe he wrote the notes. No. <laughs>
0: I I think that's yes. like I I think that is yeah, note. I I, well, I wasn't there. I can't mm-hmm. really interject.
3: So you don't think it's you think it's someone else?
2: I yeah, I think that is someone else in the empire.
3: Maybe the sister is catfishing him. I
2: I don't know. But I think Burrow's in trouble. And I think we need to get back to to Otosanuchi.
1: They let you leave the camp. Nobody bothers you. And you head back toward Otosanuchi along the road.
3: As we're, like, leaving the camp, can I, like... Do like, maybe like a tactic tactics check or something like that to see like what they got with them and like, a, yeah, get absolutely a recon for them.
1: Um, I'll make this a TN1 check, um, and then for every bonus success, you'll get more information. I'll aid, sick, give you some aids. Wait, how
3: much tactics do you
1: have? I don't have any,
3: but All right, I have well. one, but you an extra ring. Uh, I guess I'll do water kind of like. I don't want to like make them notice I'm like doing this kind of more so than anything. <coughs> Two successes and one strife. And I am at my composure yet again, not over. Like seeing him without his weapons makes me kind of wonder, is he here just to flex at us more like be like, hey, I have this giant army, you know, like go all in and just... Yeah, he doesn't need his weapons. Yeah. Well, no, I'm thinking, like, he's going all in with, like, his chips and bluffing us to just make us lose, like, give up. That's kind of my idea of what he might be doing since he wasn't wearing... He wants
0: to take over without killing as many people, maybe. Meta, I don't think he was wearing his die show because he has the blood sword, and he doesn't want anyone to see that. Oh, shit. Oh,
3: that's true. I
0: mean... He's a sneaky guy. I think he would wear those just
3: for us to be like, you know, he doesn't have the blood sword, maybe. But who knows? He's a smart guy. He's
1: a fucking tricky
3: trickster. Yeah.
1: You're looking around. You're estimating the size of the camp. You've been on campaigns before. You know, you've known what it's like to, to march in an army. You're doing some counting. You're doing some math you figure oh you know the three camps they're all roughly the same size if this camp's this size then you know the total <sighs> Shoju has to have close to 100,000 troops
3: uh, damn
1: that's uh, not quite a bluff It's a lot of bodies and about a fifth of that is samurai meaning the other ashigaru well with this information do you guys what do you guys do you head back to Orosan-uchi. who do you bring it to I want to yeah ride back as quick as possible,
2: and if the court is still in session, I want to try and make a uh,
1: I don't know a grand entrance. <laughs> I see. You guys ride back to Otis Onuchi as fast as possible. You get to the Echo Hike. The guards let you through. You head up to the Forbidden Palace while tr- the trial is in session. You get questioned, but of course, you know, um, you tell them everything that showed just said and about how he wants an audience with the Emperor. And, um, you know, as mm-hmm. you were leaving, of course, Shoju gave you paperwork with his signature and his mon saying, of course, this is what he wants. And you guys are official because um, that's how Rokugan works. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys are led into the audience chamber in the middle of the court trial. Uh, you're led in and all eyes are on you. And the emperor is startled and he says, what's the meaning of this? What's happening? I, I bow to him. Uh, Lord Hante
2: we come bearing an invitation from Lord Shoju to meet with you and any other members of the imperial family that would would like to meet with him on neutral ground between the city and his armies we spoke to him about a very pressing issue a very sensitive issue and in response he requested your audience
1: Well the Emperor looks startled and he says, very well, I will meet with him and anyone in this court who would like to join me may come and witness what Lord Shoju has to say. He says this trial will be postponed until after I meet with Shoju.
2: Hey, emperor before before that I, I would like to pose a question to the court. who here has seen the true face of Bayushikachiko?
1: Behind her mask. Nobody nobody says anything. But also, um, Kachiko, uh, she wears like a really like um it's a it's a it's a very like thin, feminine, like elegant type mask. In all honesty, it doesn't actually cover much much of her face. How confident are we that
2: this is truly Bayushi Kachiko?
0: After all of this stuff has been said, everything has transpired so far can I try to just get a bead on like the crowd <laughs> and the courts kind of like what their impression of what's going on is. See if I hear any like secrets, like listen to the whispers around the court and like kind of try to get a sense of like where people are at after hearing all the testimonies after T- Tomo has come in and brought this to their attention. Like, cause it seems like if someone knew something, they might be trying to hide it or like people would be passing around messages like there'd be there'd be some whisperings
1: in the court. Well, there's a lot of whisperings in the court. Mostly people saying, "What, what is he talking about? It, did, does he think this is a body double or something? What's going on?" Lord Hante,
2: I have been in court for, gosh, it's only been maybe two weeks. In the Crablands, we don't beat around the bush. We don't have fancy decorum like this. When there's an issue, we bring it to light. We found evidence that Bayushi Kachiko and Doji Hotari have a child together. And that Bayushi Kachiko is pregnant with the child of Doji Hotari. We brought this information to Lord Shoju personally. Brought him letters evidencing their affair. And to this, Lord Shouju told me that no one really knows the truth. And when the masks fall off, who is to know what is the truth? Now you tell me, Lord Hante. If any lord of any clan found out that the lady of his clan was having an affair with the lord of another clan, is that how he would respond? It makes no sense.
0: After he says that, I also break my silence and say, I was also, like, we received these notes, I pull out the other half of them and, like, show them. Like, to further Tomo's point, I received these notes... From none other than Doji Shizue, who is conveniently not present in the court. This whole thing stinks of treachery. Now that Tomo's there, I have someone that has status that can... <laughs> that, that <laughs> can, can you vouch for me? That can do, that can do the talking. <laughs> I sat quiet for long enough. Everything that's been said here today is a lie and has been orchestrated by Shoju. He cares not about his wife's misdoings, misdeeds. And from a clan, a clan that I was once a part of, I know that loyalty is of the utmost importance. And the union of marriage is something that you would not take lightly. And hearing his reaction to the news that he was given, it, it just makes no sense. And Doji Shizue throwing her own clan under the bus and giving us this information there's no point for that to be happening unless this was all some some orchestrated scheme I gonna stand by Tomo.
1: <laughs> hide behind him a little bit <laughs> of course the audience chamber erupts <laughs> as people are talking to each other of course the Emperor he doesn't know how to handle the room there's an eruption of of a cacophony of uh, people arguing amongst each other and whispering and and uh, anger. Widespread anger. I keep my eyes on Kachiko. I want to make sure she's not trying to flee or anything in this chaos. And you know something? It's the first time she's ever looked uncomfortable. It's the first time she's ever looked like she wasn't in control of the room. Good. Get a little chub.
0: <laughs> Akari notices <right> away. <laughs> She senses the disturbance She
1: senses the disturbance of the airflow. Chaos in the audience chamber As people try to make sense of what's happening Amidst the chaos Doji Hoturi stands up He says It's true
0: No, <laughs> no.
1: I Love by Yushikachiko, and she bears my child, and I'm tired of hiding it. I'm tired of the secrets. I want our love to be public. (laughs) Burrow, you remembered of a second thing that you knew about Doji Hoturi. Another rumor you had heard about him. He is an idiot. And that's where we're going to end (laughs) today. No. (laughs) No.
0: Terry, why? Is he one of the ones that we, like, made way back when? Yeah, he's the one we made, I think. Oh, yeah. So the things that we did for him were his advantage was blackmail on someone. Blackmail on name. And his disadvantage is bitter betrothal. Oh, shit. Damn. Oh, my gosh. (sighs) <sighs> can't believe uh, that That's kind of that's hilarious i yeah i was really thinking <laughs> i i kept going back and forth there for a while i was like is this true is it not is this are we just playing into their fucking we're we taking the bait and playing into their hands
3: yeah his sister fucking didn't come Hattori. just because she would laugh at him
0: probably <laughs> oh my god Damn. The, that was some cringe shit <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was yeah god. That seems like he would have sealed his fate. I love her. And then, you know, she's just over there like... She's like, god damn it, what have I done? This motherfucker.
2: Well, even if we lose the war, at least we embarrass Kachiko in
0: front of everyone. Yeah, yeah, it makes it all worth it. Gosh. (laughs) <laughs> god vernon that was a good one that thank was you that so was a little in, bit yeah. of
2: like comedic uh yeah. that was some
0: levity very yeah. some levity. much needed comedic relief at there. End yeah. there. i was getting fucking i was getting tensed up <laughs> yeah we haven't been joking around as much as we usually are no, this is a serious yeah. episode <laughs> very serious. you guys talk to shoju all right anytime yeah. you talk
1: to shoju that serious. dude
0: is fucking intimidating well, thank you all so much for listening to Season 2, Episode 38 of Podcast of the Five Rings. Please check out our website, podcastofthefiverings.com, for show notes and links to more content and episodes. If you like what you heard, please consider subscribing to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pot5r for access to the Behind the Shoji After Show and Yoshi's Tales bonus show, along with some other cool little extras. Please leave a review for us on Apple Podcasts. Like and subscribe to the show, wherever it is you listen to your podcasts. You can tweet at us at Pot5R on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram at Podcast of the Five Rings. And even join our subreddit, r slash Pot5R. If you'd like to join our Discord server and hang out with us and other fans of the show, you can find a link to join that on our website. Again, that's podcastofthefiverings.com. Shout out Dylan Munoz for our art. Shout out Brandon Spain for our music. Anybody else we want to shout out? I know we shout them out every time, but I feel like that's only—it's only right. Yeah, it's only right. We use their art and their music in literally every episode. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. uh, shout out Nick for another lovely episode, yeah, another riveting dope. tale. Shout out for—shout uh, out to uh, Shoju with his uh, cuckold fetish. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. No, me? no, it's honestly. Just embrace it. Yeah, Yeah. it's yeah, it's kind of a power. It's kind of a power move to just be like, yeah, I had Hotori fuck my wife. What of it? (laughs) He's a good-looking guy. Yeah, you wouldn't want that. Yeah, exactly. That's what love is. Letting your wife fuck a good-looking guy. That's Mm -hmm. love.
2: That's really a beautiful thing.
0: Yeah, truly. Who are we to blame? (laughs) (laughs) Who are we to judge? Uh, shout out to all of our patrons super close one away right i think we're like one one away away. yeah yeah. one or two away away. let's take a look real quick get your own song guys who's gonna be the last patron Mm -hmm. the last one to get on the freaking list all right 23 two more to go until we have to make this fucking song it could be (laughs) you it could be you you. dear listener have a very rhymeable name
1: yes (laughs) please please don't have a name like orange orange please, orange please don't
0: orange. be named orange garage orange garage <laughs> orange yeah door hinge orange Kinda oh that it. was actually yeah, was good that was good um yeah
2: I'll, whatever it is we'll we'll figure it out it'll be good it'll be amazing
3: yeah, we have Eminem helping us out. So like Yeah, yeah. yeah I was gonna yeah, say that's I an know. Eminem right Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if
2: you would have listened to the last Yoshi's Tales and heard all the stretches of names that I've made into puns, oh,
0: we'll figure it out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He's gonna be in charge of the of the fucking <laughs> rhyme Stupid scheme, rhymes. that's for sure. <laughs> uh, and thanks to all of our listeners for mm-hmm. sticking with us this far. I hope that uh the end we don't all die <laughs> and everybody has a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have to put a poll in
2: the Discord. Who do you think is gonna die? Yeah, that'd actually be kind of a fun one.
0: Yeah. Oh,
3: on um Spotify I noticed you could um give stars to podcasts, and I'm pretty sure all of our listeners already have, but mm. just if they have, if you have, have you not know, give us a star. Bang bang us st- I don't know how many stars is
0: it's this, ranked. is this a is this a number system, like one to five stars? I think it's, or probably, just like it's probably a singular star. Look, know, we're
2: kindergartners, we like
0: gold stars. Yes, please. Please, please give yeah. me our gold stars. Yeah,
2: fucking, you know, indulge our monkey brains and give us some shiny
0: stars. I need my participation points. <laughs> and again, I think that just wraps up another fucking rad episode of podcast the Five
1: Rings. Another and thanks one, to Nick. Another one in the chamber. There
0: do, it is. Yeah. We've got to be getting close to the end. You think we'll end it on a nice round forty? We might. this is 38?
1: This is 38. Two more? Mm. I was thinking I was thinking after this episode, like, one more. But after the, after the way that ended, it might be like two more. Okay. Because <laughs> it, 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 I got to a point where I was like, maybe they're not going to pull the trigger on the notes. Maybe they're not. I'm like, oh, bring it to shoju. We'll see how that plays out. Bring it to court. We'll see how that plays out. I'm glad we did the series of events
0: the way that we did. Mm. Yeah. Because that would have changed some things there for sure yeah but we'll talk about that behind the shoji we hope to see you there yep yeah please join us yes talk to you all soon Bye. Bye. bye
1: And now, a short story for our daimyo patrons. A gentle breeze blows across a green grassy pasture. Spring is in full bloom. The hills are alive and the fields are ripe. A lone farmer walks along a dusty road, the burdens of the day beginning to weigh upon his shoulders as the morning sun warms his face. It's Josh O. He comes to a raging river. The water is always high this time of year, he remembers. A sturdy oaken bridge connects the two shores. As he approaches, something stirs in the shallows beneath the bridge's wooden planks. Bursting from the water comes a kappa, a vicious half man, half turtle demon. It's Brent B. A depression in his skull holds water like a bowl. It sloshes at the sides as the creature moves. Give me all your food, the imp hisses, and I'll let you pass. But I don't have any food, the farmer replies. The monster lurches forward, hissing, barring its claws and fangs. The farmer turns and runs, heading back up the road he came. Later, a road-weary ronin comes to the bridge. It's Pierre N., The Kappa lunges at the Ronin from his hiding place beneath the bridge. Give me all your food, and I'll let you pass. The Ronin raises an eyebrow and sizes up the creature. He considers drawing his sword, but he's heard tales of Kappa's surprising speed and strength. Instead, he relents, handing over his satchel of rice balls and cucumbers, the Kappa's favorite. The demon scarfs it down greedily and lets the Ronin pass. Next, a young samurai comes trotting down the road, in glistening lacquered steel, his banner waving proudly in the wind. It's Josh B. His two attendants follow by his side, trying their best to keep pace with their lord's horse. It's Ben A and Hannah P. The kappa appears, making its demand. The samurai, insulted, dismounts from his steed and draws his katana. The monster lunges and swipes at the samurai, breaking his sword in half. The sudden movement startles the horse and begins to run up shore. One of the straps from the horse's ornate saddle catches the samurai's armor and drags the young lord behind it. Shocked, the two retainers obediently chase after their lord, whose laggard steel is now muddied by the brown banks of the river. Around midday, a group of three farmers from a nearby village come to the bridge. The Kappa jumps at them and makes its demand. The villagers quickly retreat and regroup out of sight from the creature. "'We could just give him our food,' one villager says. "'It's Blartimus.' "'No way,' another villager says. "'It's Jerome M.' "'Kappa are demons. Who's to say it won't attack us while we're on the bridge?' and make a stew from our bones. You cowards, the third villager says. It's Jason F. Did you see how sickly and frail the thing was? We could take it in a fight. There are three of us and one of it. I say we all rush him at once, and use our tools as weapons. The two other villagers give each other a nervous look. The three villagers hustle back to the bridge, where they find the kappa once again their tools in hand, one with a hatchet, another with a sickle, and the last with a scythe. They charge the monster, making a yell which they imagine sounds like a battle cry. The boldest villager is the first to make contact with the kappa. He swings feebly at the imp, but it catches the shaft of the scythe, snaps the head off, and throws the villager headlong into the river where he's carried downstream by the current. The other two drop their weapons and chase after their yelping friend. Later, a priest and his apprentice begin their approach toward the bridge. The priest stops dead in his tracks. It's Nick N. We go around, the priest says. What do you mean? This is the fastest way across, inquires his apprentice. It's John N. Something evil lurks here. We will find another way, the priest replies. In the afternoon, a small group of villagers approach the bridge. By now, word of the Kappa has spread across the village, and the elder has sent the strongest men in the village to deal with the demon. What if we pay the monster tribute? one of the villagers asks, a tall man with long limbs. It's Hufsta. We give him a little food every day, and he leaves us alone. No, another villager responds, a short, broad chested man. It's Evan S. We can't trust demons. We must defeat the monster and beat him back from our river. Sounds like a great plan, chimes in another. A bald man with a short beard. It's Shay L. Are you volunteering yourself to fight? The villager who suggested defeating the monster suddenly blushes and looks embarrassed. We should fight the monster together, the last villager claims. A clean-shaven man with long hair. It's Raiden A an awkward silence falls over the four men. Or, he adds, we could draw sticks, and whoever draws the shortest stick deals with the monster. A wave of relief sweeps over their faces. At once, the four men draw sticks. They slowly open their hands to reveal the shortest stick resting in the hand of the tall man with long limbs. He approaches the bridge, a torch in one hand, and a hatchet in the other, while the other three men hide in a nearby bush. The kappa appears and makes its demand. The tall man goes pale and freezes up. The words stick in his throat, and his brow begins to sweat. Over there, he says, pointing to the bush where the other men were hiding. They have a feast behind that bush. The kappa bars its fangs, drooling from its mouth, and rushes into the bush. The men flee, and the tall man runs across the bridge. As the sun begins to set, a wandering monk, eating an apple, comes to the bridge. It's Stephen S. The kappa appears, its big, watery eyes narrowed in on the apple in the monk's hand. Give me all your food, and you may pass. The monk pauses for a moment, considering something. Okay. Catch, the monk says, and he throws the apple high into the air. The kappa cranes its neck toward the sky, following the apple with its eyes. As its head tilts back, all the water pours from the kappa's skull. The demon goes limp and falls to the ground. You tricked me. It hisses as it crawls back into the river, never to be seen again. The monk pulls another apple from his sack, takes a bite, and continues across the bridge. If you enjoyed this short story, and would like to be included in the next one, then become a Daimyo patron on patreon.com pot5r. Thank you for listening.